What's up? Welcome to the Pretty Decent Podcast, the podcast that barely meets expectations. My name is Javier, and I'll be your host. So relax, grab some snacks, and enjoy. All right, now let's get to the episode. Is this, is this on? Oh, what's up, everyone? Ah. I know, <laughs> your boy is back, <laughs> I know it's been uh, a few weeks, a few days, I might say, um, I don't think it's been a month, but yeah, your boy is back, um, I'm out here recording from ooh, the south, you know, New Orleans, Louisiana, um, it's pretty hot outside, pretty humid, but you know, I got a good one for you guys and I'm glad to be back. Um, I know I want to say thank you. Thank you. Uh, you, you, you gotta, you can stop clapping now. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, your boy is officially a college graduate. I know it's it's kind of a big deal. I don't know. It's just like <laughs> I just finished four years of my life. <laughs> no biggie. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's been quite a few quite a few uh, eventful weeks, I might say. Um, but not, nevertheless, they've been pretty good. Um, What else? Um, yeah, so I know I haven't recorded in a while, so excuse me if I'm a little bit off. Um, I'm trying to, you know, get back to it because um, it's been pretty busy because uh, your boy also just finished like a week ago, ran his second half marathon. Yep, I said it. Your boy is a college graduate and a two-time half marathon runner. So, you know, pretty, <laughs> I'm a pretty big deal. What may I say? Uh, how many engineers, sorry, manufacturing engineers, two-time half marathon runners, and podcasters do you know? Huh? I, I don't think that many, probably only me. So, <laughs> you know, I'm out here. Uh, sorry if you hear a lot of like it's because obviously i'm not in my my studio (laughs) my room my dorm i miss you kevin um but yeah it's essentially just i just brought the microphone with me i'm literally recording from a living room um but yeah and you know i typically move a lot so it's kind of hard you you're you're obviously gonna hear like the the rustling and all that, but you know what matters is the content, and I'm here to deliver that content to you. Um, first, I want to say thank you. Um, I've been debating about this episode because obviously, you know, the whole point of the podcast was always to talk about everything that was going on through my senior year you know i started in the summer 
right before my senior year started, talked about summer classes, trips with my family, and then I jumped into like the half marathon, the training, and then rest life. And then obviously, like as senior year progressed, I kept talking about it. I talked about, you know, my love life, my friendships, school, life in general. And regardless of what happens in my future, I feel like you guys deserve a good finale. I don't know if this is the end of Pretty Decent, but if it is, I want to give you guys like a good, you know, like wrap everything up into a good, concise finale. I don't want to be like Game of Thrones with a terrible finale or How I Met Your Mother. You know, I want to I wanna give you guys like that you guys feel complete. If I may say that. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, uh, I guess we're just going to jump right into it. Um, of course, like I mentioned, I graduated in, it was actually two weeks ago, um, May 14th. Um, it was a, you know what, let's just dial it back. Dial it back to when, like, the last recording, which I believe it was. May 12th. Nope. I think that was when I released it. I don't know when I released it, but I remember I talked about, you know, how I was feeling about graduation and just how I didn't. It was like the very similar feeling from the high school ceremony or whatever. Um, but, you know, it was very hectic week, very hectic days leading up to graduation because my family their whole flight situation was crazy and they arrived a whole day late. And then obviously I finished finals, I finished school and then I had to start packing everything. And, you know, as an international student, if you're an international student, you know this, but you essentially bring your whole life to America. And when the more time you spend here, the more things you buy So I had a lot of things in my room and I think it took us a solid, let's see, um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, probably like four or five days to pack everything. And it was a lot of things. Most of it ended up being donated like clothes that I no longer wore because my best friend just obliterated my wardrobe she was like no stripes and i was like but i like stripes and she's like no stripes and i was like fine no stripes um i also had to get rid of um my comforter which was so comfy i'm gonna miss you kevin yes everything okay <laughs> just as a heads up <laughs> everything in my room was named kevin just because I like that name and, you know, it's just pretty cool. And that way I don't forget about anything. You know, everything's named Kevin. Therefore, it's like, oh, that's Kevin. You know, pretty easy. Yeah. You won't forget their name if everything's named the same. Um, but, yeah, it was it was a lot of things that had to get packed. Um, 
and I still kept a lot of things back in Peoria, um, you know, like my winter clothes and just my little desk thingies, the arm for like that I use for the microphone, just small things like that, that obviously I wasn't going to bring with me to New Orleans and then to Honduras because it's just too much of a hassle. And I am expecting to get a job eventually in like the coming days, coming weeks. So I'm going to need most of those things and I'm just going to take them with me to wherever I go. So obviously I wasn't going to throw it all away. And I got to give props to my parents and my best friend for helping me pack because that was just a lot of things. And if it weren't for them, I would have kept a lot of useless things. But thanks to them, I got rid of a lot of things that I didn't need. Um, it was just pretty, it was pretty nostalgic, you know, going over all the things that I have kept. Because the way that I function and I operate is I keep things just in case I might need them in the future. So, and I learned this from my mom, from my, oh, that sounded, my mom, that's, <laughs> my mom um for my mom where i kept all my old notebooks in a box just in case i needed them you know um like my calc notebooks or my chemistry notebooks or whatever like my old engineering notebooks because obviously back in the day i thought i was still gonna graduate as a mechanical engineer so you know who knows maybe i need something for my thermodynamics class or something obviously i changed halfway through college so most of those notebooks were useless. So I ended up throwing those away. So, you know, just going back over all those little things like gifts and notes and everything, like little note cards that people give you or like post-its or whatever. Because I I obviously keep all of those things. Um, And it was, I don't know, it was just like, wow, like I can't believe like I was friends with this person like back in the day and now we don't even talk. But, you know, life happens. So you just keep moving forward. Um, and also, you know, just looking over old pictures, old clothes, all of that. It was just like a, a f- I guess in the moment it didn't hit me that I was coming to an end because obviously I was packing with someone else in the room. And I was just like, oh, I just need to get all of this packed. And it's just like, you know, it's just like everything all over the place. But once I got to New Orleans, like a few days ago, I was just like, whoa, like it's officially over. Like, you know, I finished training. I ran. I graduated. Like, you know, now it's like real life starts. So I was just like overwhelmed and I had like a breakdown. And then I was talking to a friend my best friend I was just telling her like yeah I just I'm not motivated to do anything because like I don't even know what I want to do with my life but I know I have to do something and it's just like I'm just exhausted like I have no motivation and essentially she just gave me like wake up conscious like you gotta get your butt out of your seat and just like start doing something so you know because my mentality got so bad that I was like I don't even want to do the podcast anymore. Like, what's the point? Like, I don't even know if I'll have time. Um, But obviously here I am. So you got to give thanks to her because she was like just 
do it. And I was like, ah, fine, I'll do it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's officially over, you know, four years at Bradley officially done. Um, also, so yeah, we, you know, I packed as much as I could before. Okay. I'm going to go. Sorry. I was, you know, I just kind of like, kind of give you like a, a fast forward or whatever, but I'm going to go progressively, you know, throughout the past three weeks, two weeks, I don't know how, two and a half weeks. I don't know. But yeah. So, um, you know, Thursday came, this is Thursday, May 12th. Um, my parents arrived, we grabbed lunch, whatever. Uh, you know, it was nice seeing them cause I hadn't seen them in almost five months. So I was just, you know, catching them up to speed with everything. And then, I watched Doctor Strange, which was okay. It was a good movie, but it was like, eh, you know, they hyped it too much to the point where I was like, they were like, oh, this is going to be bigger than Spider-Man No Way Home. Like, not even close, but it was a good movie. Um, I don't even, I don't really have that many things to talk about that, but it was good. Um, Wanda is really cool character, so give credit for that. Um, then Friday was extreme packing mode. Uh, Thursday was my last night in the dorm and, you know, I was just kind of like, whoa, like it's, it's real. Like, you know, it's coming. It's, it's here. Like this is the, my, my last night with Kevin, my room. Um, so yeah, it was. I guess it didn't really feel like it was my last night because I knew I I was still going to be in Peoria for like a few more days. So it was kind of like, whoa, okay, fine, whatever. And then the next day, um, you know, I started packing everything. Uh, My parents came to campus, whatever, you know, just, you know, getting ready as much as I could um, because the next day was graduation. So, you know... I was going to spend the night with them in the hotel so that we could go to graduation together and then whatever. Friday was pretty uneventful. Saturday was the big day. And I don't know why, but that day was 10 times more stressful than high school graduation. And I have no idea why probably because the graduation was in the morning. So that gave me less time to prepare. Whereas in high school, it was like probably like 4 p.m. I don't remember what time it was, but it was like later in the afternoon. So that gave me, you know, I could wake up and then just do my thing and then whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, But also the difference that I was back home, so I had my stuff there. And then this is like we're in a hotel or whatever. Um, But yeah, graduation came. Like always, we were running late, you know, got to keep the my my classic behavior of always being late. Um, and I was just texting my best friend and she was like, where are you? Like, we're already lighting up. Like, we're about. And I was like, whoa, like <laughs> graduation starts in like 15 minutes. You guys aren't walking in yet. Like, <laughs> but then I was like, whoa, I might actually be late. But then I saw like a lot of people were also late. So I was like, I'm chilling. So, you know, walk in and everything. It was 
kind of a weird feeling seeing a bunch of people I've, I've never seen, but also people that I see on a daily basis and, you know, just celebrating like this huge accomplishment of essentially graduating. Um, and I don't know, it was, it was kind of like surreal. Um, and, you know, out of my close friends of internationals, it was only two of us that were graduating. Two of them are graduating next semester. Um, so obviously it wasn't the same, but, you know, it was still like, we made it. You know, I was talking with her and we were like, <laughs> who would have thought, you know, we kept saying we're going to transfer, but we never did it. And then we started ISA and then like, we're here, you know, like, whoa. <laughs> but it was a pretty fun experience. Um, I did like that in college graduate, the college graduation, you can sit with your friends rather than when like alphabetical order or whatever. Um, because that ceremony was long, but sitting next to my friends actually made it a lot quicker. Um, and you know, throughout, I remember like we were walking in and it was just like insane because the ceremony was, the ceremony was in the basketball stadium where the university plays. So, um, it was just like, you walk into the, the, the court and then you just like everyone just like wow and i was like whoa like i don't know why but i feel like a celebrity right now i was like what's up <laughs> she <laughs> but you know trying to find my parents and everything it was just crazy it was 10 times bigger than my high school graduation so um it was pretty good it was pretty fun and then you know we got to our seats and everything and then <laughs> for like the three weeks leading up to graduation i was like i kind of want to do something iconic where you know to be like yeah i did that in graduation you know because it's like i i don't know teachers in high school always said like oh that won't slide in graduation or like sorry that won't slide in college or whatever but like college is pretty laid back if you have cool professors so I was like, you know, I kind of want to like, people already know who I am. So I kind of want to be like, yeah, I did that in graduation. Um, so if y'all don't know, I'm a big El Bicho fan, Cristiano, my boy. Um, but I was like, you know, I kind of want to do the So I was so on the, on like the fence about it and I was talking to my best friend who was sitting next to me and I was like, should I do it? Like, this was in graduation. And I was like, should I do this? You like, I don't know. Like, should I do it? And she's like, just do it. And then we played what are the odds? And like, obviously like I lost, so I had to do it. And then I was still, there were some friends behind me and I was like, bro, should I do this? You? And she, and he was like, just do it. Like, you know, go out on a bang. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then I even put it on my Instagram and I was, cause the internet there is so bad. So I was just like, you know, reply, swipe up and reply if you, if I should do it. And then I got a few, like my sister who was also in the ceremony, she was like, see, and I was like, all right, say less, I'll do it. 
And then just leading up to that moment, I I was so nervous. I just I can't even. <laughs> so we okay. So we got up. We got out of our seats and we started walking, and then uh, the lady up front told us something, and I don't know what he what she said, <laughs> but. <laughs> um, Essentially, like we had a reader card with our names and everything, and we had to give it to someone to read it. Um, and she said something like, I, "I see, I can't remember because I just it just happened in an instant, and I felt like I blacked out, and I was just like, whoa, like did that really happen? And I didn't even hear them saying my name. I don't know if they said it right. My mom was like, afterwards, she was like, oh, yeah, like, they said it right. They said it really good, actually. And I was like, oh, I can't remember. I just, like, it's just like a blip, like a blip, essentially. So I just, I was so nervous. And then I was like, okay, like, it's it's time to do it, I guess. And I did it. I was like, and then I just <laughs> kept walking. So I was like, thank you. And then I just walked to shake the president's hand. And I was just kept walking. And I was like. Oh my god, I really did that. And my heart was just racing. I was like, and I was like, whoa, I can't believe I actually did that. I was like, wow. I was like, wow. I always keep amazing myself. I don't know. Um, but and then people, you know, uh were congratulating me, like the people are already sitting and they're like, Oh, congrats have whatever. And I was like, Oh, thank you, man, thank you. And then I was like, Whoa, like that really happened. And then we got back to our seat and I was like what just happened? I was like, oh my God, what was that? It was just so crazy because I was like, whoa, that was surreal. And then um, the ceremony ended and then we walked out and I met up with my parents, took pictures, went out to dinner, well, lunch. Um, and yeah, that day was so long. Because after the ceremony, it was like, after the ceremony and when we had lunch with, when I had lunch with my parents and one of my friends, um, I think it was like 2 p.m. And then we were like, okay, I guess we got to keep packing. And so we, I was just like, all right, let's just go. So I just went back to the hotel, got changed, and then we went back to campus to start packing again. And it was a crazy, crazy day. Uh, felt very long. Um, I believe I took my parents on like a tour of campus because um, obviously it had been four years since the last time they came and well, they had gone. Sorry, because I'm no longer in Peoria. Um, they had gone and my sister's was her first time. So obviously, you know, kind of showing her around um, and we took pictures, whatever. And then that was that for that day and then i remembered that in orientation my mom and i had taken pictures um you know in front of the bradley hall building and um and by lydia's statue and whatever so i was like i don't know it'd be kind of fun if we recreate those pictures you know four years apart like exactly like the same exact picture just recreated four years apart um 
so luckily for me, I still had that same shirt and she actually brought the same shirt. So it's just like, whoa, like it's meant to be like, we got to do it. And we recreated them. I don't remember when we did it, but we did. We just took the pictures and I was looking through them. And I was like, whoa, like the change is insane. Like I went from having a simp haircut to just having like my Prince Charming hair and, you know, just looking all swole because now I'm like an athlete and whatever. But, you know, like my calves and all that. But it was just insane. I was like, whoa, it's really four years of my life just in an instant. Um, and, you know, that whole week, um, I just spent it with my parents. After, obviously, don't even get me started with when I say goodbye to Kevin. That was such an emotional. It was in the morning. I was like, oh, my God, Kevin. <laughs> I'm going to miss you so much. <laughs> but, you know, I had to leave my mark in the room. So I oh, I don't care if they find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I grabbed the marker and I just like signed on the furniture like you can't even see it. So I just signed it and I was like, take care of Kevin. And, you know, I kind of like had like a, a moment of silence and I was just like, goodbye Kevin and I was like played the um, Hannah Montana like the outro song and I was like whoa, whoa yeah and then I just closed the door and I was like goodbye Kevin <laughs> I miss my room so much but um, so yeah you know after that um, it was just that was the end of an era, I guess, you know, four years. Um, crazy, crazy to think that it was, that it's, it's over. It's done. Um, there's no, like I was talking with my, uh, with Mohammed, with the, with Mo, you know, y'all remember Mo. Um, I was talking with him and I was like, yeah, like there is no next semester anymore. It's just like, this is it. And he was like, oh, don't get all sentimental right now. And I was like, yeah, but it's true. Like, there's no next semester. Like, obviously, like, I'll see them again. But still, there's no more like, oh, you know, let's just go to Geyser or oh, let's just meet up and just get shawarma or whatever. But it's like, no, like, <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, and. You know, I also, like, was talking to my best friend, and we were like, yeah, like, you know, it's, it's going to be weird not being able to just text and be like, oh, you know, let's just meet up to get some boba or, like, get coffee or whatever. And now it's just like, yeah, it's, there's, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I guess that's just how life is, and you just keep moving, right? Um, but the, so the week leading up to the race was pretty chill um i obviously i was very busy with packing and graduation and all that and you know trying to relax and i didn't really get that many runs in but it was the smart thing because like i mentioned i i was 
dealing with an injury and I didn't want it to affect, you know, just my performance that much or just make the pain unbearable for the race. Um, so I did the smart thing and I listened to my body and I, in like the last three weeks of training, I probably only ran like five times, which was like, not like you should at least run three times a week during training camp. I didn't do that, (laughs) but you know, I was like, okay, this is, this race is going to be 99% mental and 1% physical because I know I have the endurance to run it. I just need the mental fortitude to just be able to make it through those two hours, you know? Um, So I was just, you know, when my parents and my sister would go to bed, I would just, it would be me awake in the room. So I was like, you know, trying to do some mental training and just meditate and just be like, all right, you know, like I've done this before. Obviously, like there have been a lot of adversity and obstacles with training, but, you know, it's not something you haven't done before. And, you know, like I grabbed all of the adversity and everything that was uh, just came up and throughout the semester and I was like, okay, I, I was able to get through this and get through that. So what, you know, there's not much of a difference between like, you know, senior project and just like everything that life threw at me. Um, there's no much difference between that and the race. So, you know, it was just leading up to the race. It was just trying to enjoy my last few days in Peoria until obviously until I come back and um, until I go back, sorry, and just trying to prepare for the race. I did forget to mention something um, that, <clears throat> whoa, that was very loud, um, that leading up to the race, obviously I was very stressed, you know, because I hadn't been able to train as much as that I would have wanted. So I would always be talking to my friends and I was like, I'm very nervous. I don't know how I'm going to perform. Like what if my leg just gives out on me and like, I'm not able to finish it or like I finished it in three and a half hours. Like I would feel like such a disappointment because obviously my expectation for my performance in this race was to exceed my first performance. You know, because I was like, okay, I already have experience with training. I already have experience with running. So I want to do better. Um, Obviously, life comes at you and it's just like, so all of that went down the drain. And then, like I said, senior project happened, life happened. And I was only able to train as like whatever, whenever I had time, Um, because obviously school was a priority. So, um, you know, that week when I was just with my parents and with my best friend and my friends and everything, um, I was just stressing about it. And I was like, whoa, like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'll figure it out. Like, somehow I'll figure it out. And then that week, I also managed to get a run in with someone, um, which 
it's probably the second time I run with someone and the only time that I ran with someone during the training camp, which was kind of special because I was like, I really needed this where I'm like, just not worrying about actual running, but just enjoying it. Um, and, you know, just, I was, I think that week I ran twice, like the week before the race, I just ran twice, like no guided running or whatever. It's just me and the road, you know, just, I need to get to the, the, like, get to that habit of running again. Um, so, you know, I ran, I tried to eat as healthy as I could. Obviously, that's not possible because I was just going at it. Like, I was like, my parents are paying for the meal, so, like, I'm just going to enjoy it. But <laughs> many, many days, I was just, like, full. I was like, I can't even breathe. Um, I just was bloated all the time. But, you know, um, and then said goodbye to my friends um, bef- like Friday before I left for Chicago. And then I was like, don't worry. I'm like, I'm coming back for sure. Like, it's all good. I'll be back. It's just a little, just a little pit stop. And then I'm coming back. Um, and... Um, you know, woke up early Saturday, the day before, like that's when race weekend officially starts. It's Saturday and, you know, chaos, chaos all over the place, trying to finish packing just everything to go to Chicago and then to get to the hotel and all that. And for some reason, like looking back, race weekend felt like it was Okay, first of all, the week leading up to the race felt like it was almost a month. And then race weekend felt like a week. So I don't know how that happened, but I was just like, like we only spent two days in Chicago, but I feel like we've been here for longer. Um, and, you know, we got to the hotel. I got, like, the packet and whatever, like, whatever I was going to need for the race. And we all went to bed very early and um i was nervous i was so nervous like i i called uh my best friend and i was like yeah like i don't know how this is gonna go but you know we'll see how this goes because um i don't know <laughs> i was like i right now would be a good time for a pep talk because i would just i don't know how i'm gonna do like i I don't feel like I've trained enough. I feel like I just trained the bare minimum. Like, I don't think I'll even be remotely close to coming to what the end time was for the first race. Um, And she was just like, oh, you'll figure it out. Like, you always figure it out. So you'll be fine. Just don't worry about it. Like, you'll be fine. And I was like, you know, that's easier said than done. Like, I tend to worry about everything so you know i was like okay like i guess you know it's time to just see what i'm made of um and um you know just i don't know why but that night i couldn't sleep and 
I at one point I just uh I was just laying in my bed and I was like, okay, like you know, it's time. Like I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but I was like, well, Kevin, Kevin is the name that I gave to my legs as well. Kevin, like it's up to you, you know, like you you can don't let me don't don't let me down right now because I need you right now, um and. Yeah, you know, like the next morning, again, chaos. You know, everyone, my sister, oh my God, she took forever to get ready. We were all ready. I had eaten breakfast. I had I had gone ready. Like my hair was ready. Everything was ready. And she was just taking her time. And we were like, yo, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be somewhere, you know, like pick it up. We, got, we gotta go. Like, I know we're right in front of the park, but we still gotta go. And we made it to the corral or whatever to the park and um like i was standing there with the people and for some reason i always tend to go to the the fullest like the the corral with the most people and i always make that mistake well always it's only been twice but i've made that mistake twice already that i am i don't know why i'm truthful with what time what average i feel like i'm gonna do like i feel like i should put it slower so that i can get to an emptier corral that way i have more space when i'm running <laughs> but you know there was like i could barely move and there was so many people and i could like still see my parents and i was just like you know pointing at them and be like all right it's time like you know it's like it's time it's time and then i was like oh my god like i can't believe this is about to happen and you know uh we were moving closer to the starting line and yeah uh the race started like the the gun the gun went off like and then obviously it didn't go but it was like a more realistic sound you know just making sure um and it started and I started playing my music. I had my playlist ready. I was like, I don't even know what I'm going to listen to in the race because I haven't trained that much where like I'm have like, okay, this is going to be my playlist that I'm going to be using the entire training camp and during the race. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to grab all the different types of music that I use in the run and like my different runs. And I'm just going to make it into one whole playlist and just going to shuffle it. And then whatever happens, like, I'll just enjoy the music rather than use it as a, like, my pacemaker. So, yeah. By the way, I'm going to go very in-depth into, like, my thinking throughout the race. Because it was, I feel like this race was more strategic to me, at least, than the previous one. Because the previous one was just like, okay, like, you know, this is just, let's do it. And then that's it. This one was like, okay, I got to keep my effort in play in check and everything like my everything had to be pretty like you know like i'm like making like little shelf things with my hands so i keep it everything in check uh so yeah just disclaimer on that but the race started and yeah i was like okay you know we're starting good we're gonna start slow Regardless, I had to start slow because there was so many people in my corral that it was just so packed. 
so I couldn't really like move that much. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna. It's fine if I start slow. That's just gonna be good because I'm warming up. Like you know, I've gotta get used to the idea of running, and just like I just I woke up like a few hours ago, so you know, just like get my body used to it. So I dialed back a little bit and let everyone go far. Like you know, everyone start running. So I was like, okay, like this is a good pace. My my legs feel good. I feel good. My breathing is under control. And then, um, so like the first, I think it's like two miles or mile and a half. You're running on the road and then you make, we made a left and then you start going into the trail. And I do have one complaint with this race compared to the previous one. I hate it. I hated the course for this race because they sent us to run inside the park in those narrow trails. And it was like thousands of people running at the same time. Like you can't be like, it was so uncomfortable. And at one point, like later in the race, I had to like go into the grass and I slipped and fell down in a puddle. And I was like, oh, my God, like, this is so inconvenient. And then at one point, people were running, like, were already, like, people that weren't in the race were already, like, running in the trail as well. And people with bicycles were also going in. And I was like, whoa, like, what, bro? Like, what, what, like, huh? So <laughs> that was, like, that's my main complaint with that. Um, so, um, yeah, you know, like. Early on, I was like, okay, this is going to be like a completely different type of environment from the first race. Uh, the first race was mostly all a straight shot. And at one point, we were running on like the, I, I don't know if it was a highway or not, but it was, we were running on like a clear road. And so that in the, in the first race, I don't think I mentioned this, but in the first race, at one point, I was alone. And I was like, it, that just made me get into my head with everything where I was like, oh my God, like no one's next to me. Like, you know, like what's going to happen and all that. So I, I was like worried about that. But when I saw kind of like the trail that we were running in, I was like, yeah, like this is not going to be anything like that. Um, So we started running and it was fine. Like, you know, the first few miles, they went by very quickly I don't know if it was because what I was listening to in my playlist, but the first 30 minutes or so went by very quickly. And I felt that I was, I ran more. Well, I felt that I covered. Huh. Never mind. Because that doesn't make any sense. But I felt like I was going, I covered a lot of ground in 30 minutes. But I think it's because the trail had like twists and turns and whatever. So. I kept running and then um, I stopped, you know, like when every so often they had for you to like grab cups and whatever. So, you know, I like whenever like I would stop, um, I would whenever there was water, like I would stop, drink it and like walk, drink it and then again, pick it up because <laughs> it's more I, I feel like I wasted more time trying to run and drink rather than just stop, walk, drink, and then throw it away and then keep running. So um, 
you know, like I kept running. Uh, it was just pretty interesting because, like I said, it was a narrow path. So it was kind of like uncomfortable at one point. And then I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy, but people that are new to running don't know running etiquette and that's fine. Like, you know, I'm glad that people are, more people are running because like running should be a bigger sport because it's good for you. You know, it's like, there's just, I don't like the negative connotation that there is with running where it's like used as a punishment and because I don't see it as a punishment. Obviously, like I used to, but the more I ran, like the more I learned to appreciate and just be thankful for it. And with it, I learned that there's proper etiquette, you know, like you always try to stay to the right so that someone can cut through the left, you know, especially in a race where at one point in the track, in the in the trail, people are going like people going towards and going back going from the finish from the starting line and people that are going towards the finish line at one point there's going to be like you know kind of like a road you know where like it's too i'm terrible at explaining this because sorry english is not my first language i had to slide that in but (laughs) but at one point it was like people going in opposite directions that's what i mean opposite directions so if there's enough space if you're if you know you're not gonna be passing people, you you try to be on the right side of the lane so that people can pass you on your left. You know, it's like like when you're driving. It's pretty simple. But people, I don't know why, run next to one another. And then I'm like, bro, like I'm trying here to pass you because you're going slow. Like, you know, like I'm trying to get into like a a pay a pace or like, you know, trying to get into into a rhythm and i can't do it if you guys like don't move and i'll be like on your left on your left and they'll be like they're not listening i was like oh are you serious so i had to like go over like into the grass and then loop around them and it was just so inconvenient so i personally feel like i know this might be a like a long stretch but the people that are making the race either should make it that the course is like a lot wider so that people that want to because like i know people are running groups sometimes so like you want to run next to one someone else but in this case like it's too narrow like you can't be doing that so either like make it wider or tell them like all right like you know this is like how etiquette is and you stay to the right and then you always leave like a lane for people to pass which is pretty simple like just like driving in the highway it's pretty simple um so that was one of the things that I didn't like. And, you know, I think it was. So this is one thing that I was kept telling my mom that. Um, just kind of like how running is, like, especially in the race, like, like race is like climbing up a mountain. Like the first half is the hardest because you're like, OK, like, you know, you're going it, when you're climbing a mountain, you're going up the mountain right so that's the hardest part because you're going against gravity and in a race that's like the early stages of the race however once you reach like right at the halfway point and you start going down the mountain you're like okay like you, you reach the top of the mountain and then you go down it's easier because you're you know, going with gravity 
And I was just explaining to her, like, that's just this exactly the same thing with the race, at least how I feel like it is. So, like, once I reached, I think it was six and a half miles, I was like, okay, like, I can pick it up. I feel really good. I feel like I've been keeping, like, a really good pace. I don't know if I'm going to be able to beat the time of the previous race, which was, like, two minutes, not two minutes, two hours, nine minutes and 51 seconds, I think it was. Um, and no, I don't know it by memory. I just checked it. Just make, like, I'm not that much of a creep. Much of a, not creep, much of a weirdo. But, um, so, <clears throat> I was just, you know, I was like, okay, like, I feel like I'll be able to finish under two out under two and a half hours, which is good, like, considering how little training I had. Um, and, you know, I just kept running. And then I think I tend to run with when it's a long run like that. I used running gels or like my magic beans, which are just like jelly belly, <laughs> the uh, workout beans or something like that. It's actually pretty good. Um, so I was like, okay, like, I feel like I need a little bit like a boost or something. So I was just like, all right, it's time for the beans. So I just like opened it and I was like, <laughs> I just ate that. And then I kept running. It gave me like some sort of like energy boost or something. So I kept running. And then uh, once we get went back into the, into the street, I was like, thank God. Cause this is what I needed. I had so much space. I felt, I was like, yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, Unfortunately, one of my earbuds died in the middle of the race. So I was like, well, it was like almost at the end. So I was like, okay, you guys made it this far. Like, that's fine. The other one will be fine. So like I still have something in my ear. But I trained myself to run without music and anything in my ear. It's just like, you know, just enjoy the outside. So at one point I was like, you know what? I'm just going to pause everything and just enjoy like the outside environment. So I was just running and then we were running inside of like under a bridge and then we got out and then that it just, you can hear like the roar of people. It was like, ah, and I was like, Whoa, like this is real. Like what? And then I did like in this, I did like that in this race, I could see the finish line way earlier. So I was like, Oh, it's right there. I can see it. Like I could taste it already. So, um, I was like, all right, this is it. We got to pick it up. And then I was just like sprinting. And I was like, oh, I'm right here. I did it. And then I was like, once I crossed the finish line, I was like, oh, thank God I did it. Now I can rest forever. But not like that. But I was like, oh, thank God. And, you know, I'm going to say this race wasn't as organized as good as the previous one that's just me because it was kind of hectic you know to get the medal and all that but um you know i got everything like i got my medal i found my parents afterwards and um we took some pictures i was very tired which you know to no one's surprise um i could barely walk because compared to the first one obviously i wasn't in as good shape as the first one you know like where i could keep running and running like the longest run i did in this training camp was eight miles 
and that run was supposed to be 10 miles. No, it was supposed to be 12 miles, and I only did eight because stuff happened. Um, and yeah, you know, I did it. And I was like, whoa, like I really did that. And then I looked at my time, I looked at my clock and my watch, and it was two hours, 15 minutes, and one second. And I was like, whoa. Like the fact that I only took like six more minutes than the first one. I was like, this is kind of insane considering, like, the trail was boo-boo. The runners in it were also pretty, don't have etiquette, and I wasn't as prepared. So I was like, I actually, like, I won this mental battle. So I was pretty proud of myself. Um, Obviously, I posted it on my Instagram, and a lot of people were uh, thanking me, (laughs) were congratulating me. And I was just like, you know, thank you. Like, I really did that. Um, Not to brag, but I did that. It's like my second one in less than eight months. I'm like, just saying. But it was like a big accomplishment. And I felt more accomplished with this one than the first one. Probably because obviously, like, I had my expectations high. But then just life happened and then I wasn't able to train as much but I still did really well better than I expected like halfway through the training camp um but yeah you know that after the race um took some pictures uh fell asleep for like two hours because my sister went to the Harry Styles pop-up thing I was just like laying down and just fell asleep and then we got ready, like we grabbed dinner and then it was time to say goodbye to Chicago into the Midwest for a while. And then, yeah, the next day I flew to New Orleans and then here I am, you know, good old, good old New Orleans. Um, And yeah, um, that was, you know, pretty eventful three weeks, I might say. Um, Because yeah, I just checked well, pretty eventful 20 days because the last time I recorded was May 8th. So, yeah. But, yeah, right now is May 28th. Probably going to be releasing this May 31st. I don't know when I'm releasing the, this, but, you know, it's pretty much been 20 days since I last recorded. Um, and a lot of things happened. And, you know, um, I just want to say thank you for all the positive, positive messages, you know, for congratulating me for graduating and for the race and everything. Um, like, trust me, all those messages really mean a lot to me. Um, cause you know, I, I want to say that some of the things I do them for the podcast just to have content, which I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest, like it's for content. Like, let's be honest. It's the equivalent of doing it for the Vine. But rest in peace, Vine. But, um, you know, thank you, guys. Um, I honestly, I wish I could tell you what's going to happen with the podcast right now. But I can't. Because um, life is going to happen. And obviously, I might record every now and then when I have content. Obviously, I probably won't be able to, re- like, have stuff every week. Unless it's like, like a, a time in my life where I'm just like, 
some stuff just keeps happening or like I come up with an idea or something. Um, and I also want to make episodes where I, they're, it's good quality content like this one, you know, where like I enjoyed, like I didn't have like have to dig deep and just find something to talk about because um, I want to enjoy recording because I want you guys to enjoy the episode. Um, and yeah, you know, I don't know what's going to happen uh, with my life right now, but obviously like if I find an idea on what to record, like I'll do it. Um, but yeah, um, I guess if this is the end, which I highly doubt it's the end, but at least I see you later. Um, I just want to say thank you um, for sticking with me for the past, I don't know, 10 months. We're almost a year into the podcast, but um, I just want to say thank you because it's been a long road to this day. Um, I learned a lot about myself through the podcast and I learned a lot about just this whole, this is all brand new to me, how to make content and everything. I've always wanted to do it, but I never really knew how to do it, let alone how to talk to like hundreds of people that are listening. So, um, yeah, I just want to say thank you uh, for sticking with me and just tolerating my nonsense all the time. Um Honestly, the podcast is a lot bigger than I expected it would ever be. And yeah, um, I'm, I already have a few ideas as to what I'm going to be talking because uh, I have come across a few things like in my trip, in my flight to New Orleans and just, you know, stuff that I've been experiencing in my few days here in New Orleans already. Um, but yeah, you know, um, it's like always, it's my honor. It's a pleasure to be your host and I'll see you guys in the next one. <laughs> Peace.